Sweet World! It's Wednesday, September 11th, 2019, and this is another edition of the Free Agents Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me today for this, I guess, a little emergency mini-podcast, we got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Ayo. Ayo! <laughs> the international man of mystery, Lee Ellis. G'day, guys. How are you? <laughs> what a beautiful day it is. Wow. Can you tell who's the American and who's the Australian here? And finally, making all this magic happen live from his basement, it's JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. JD and I, no dog left in this That's race. Right. That's right. <laughs> we finished 21st overall, baby. Um, no Tass either. Uh, the, the, the Greek Canadian. He's still over in Israel enjoying the salads, enjoying the weather. Um, I'm sure having a blast. I believe he's headed home this weekend. He's been there for a while, taking his spend a minute, yeah, for sure. Having a blast over there, family vacation. Um, but yeah, we had to do this little emergency podcast today because Zutalor <laughs> earlier today, France defeated Team USA 89-79 in the World Cup quarterfinals, snapping the United States 58-game winning streak in international tournaments with NBA players on the roster. A uh, very entertaining game earlier this morning here on Wednesday. Team USA, they had a seven-point lead. You know, France sort of dominated this game for a good chunk of it, but then Team USA had a seven-point lead with about eight minutes to go over France, and that is when uh, the French just sort of caught fire and really shut down Team USA, went on like a 22-5 to run, and get the win. I was going to say sort of shock the world. I don't think that's fair because we saw the, the writing was on the wall in the... You know, lost to Australia, obviously, in the exhibition play, and then the close one against Turkey. You know, it felt like it was potential that they were going to lose Team USA, but maybe not to France here. Maybe that was a bit of a shock, though Tess was calling it early on, I remember, when we were sitting down at this Said table. Said you had some trouble with France. That's right. <laughs> Didn't he also say there was a 1%? Yeah, chance? I know. I was going to tweet him that. I was like, oh, convenient. You left out the 1% chance. <laughs> um, but he did say that, the potential of France meeting up, really, with Team USA and then giving them a battle. And they did, uh, you know, a great game from a lot of their guys. But, yes, as the American here, Trey, how disappointed are you? In, in Team USA falling here and, and out. They are now eliminated um, from, you know, any sort of medal chance here. It reminds me of a line from Home Alone. You're what the French call les incompetents. <laughs> <laughs> what are you idiots doing? You fools. Whoa. Going to China and blowing it. You didn't even make it to the semifinals. You didn't make it to the finals. You lost to a France team. The United States has never lost to France. Right, that's right. Over o- 9 o- nine. or 9 coming into this. And honestly, just disappointing, infuriating. As as it went down the stretch, it was like everything wrong with uh, the past era of USA basketball. It looked like just we're going to try them one-on-one every single time. We're going to try and beat their best player one-on-one at the rim every single time. It didn't work a lot yeah. in the second half, except for maybe a 10-minute stretch there. It just looked like, uh, you know back when the U.S. was losing in the beginning of the 2000s, when they would just keep trying the same thing over and over, over and over, over and over, not playing together as a team, just like, uh, I'm a United States player, I can go out there and win this game for us. No, I'm a United States player, I can win this game for us. It clearly didn't happen like that, and I don't know, I was just... I couldn't believe it as as they were blowing that seven-point lead. Yeah, Americans came up scoreless on six consecutive possessions mm. there down the stretch. There's been a couple of times in this tournament where they've been close and it's been tied, and then the U.S. kind of put their foot on the gas and pull away. And when they built that lead, it felt the same. Yeah. It felt like, okay, they're probably going to do it well, again. Well, they went here. small and it was exactly, working. Exactly, yeah. At that well, moment. the the main thing is that the French Jarrett Allen was in there instead of <laughs> yeah, right. instead of Rudy Gobert. That was yeah. the main reason they went yeah. on the run. Because, I, yeah, the small ball was working when the huge, awesome, giant French guy yeah. wasn't in there. Yeah. When it was uh, fake Jarrett Allen. Yeah. 
things were working a lot better. Yeah, uh, but then Rudy at both ends, they oh, just had no what a answer. Monster. No answer for him at all. No. He, you know, they were trying to obviously drag him away from the basket, but it didn't really work. And then on the offensive end, I think Jalen Brown was defending him at one point. You just need to get the ball into him, and he was able to muscle him out the way. Uh, really, really good performance. Evan Fournier was also incredible for them. Uh, these guys are just, they just look more like a team. You know, you're mentioning it there, Trey, a lot of ISO, a lot of, you know, we think we can just sort of schoolyard these guys, but these French guys have been playing together for a long time. And, and I think you could tell they, they didn't, they didn't panic when they were down. Mm-hmm. That ball just kept moving around. Uh, Frankie hit a couple of big threes there. Oh, he had the game of his life. Yeah. Um, and, and some of those shots, I mean, looking back, I mean, there's some wild shots there, but, but they knocked them down. And so credit to them. And, uh, you know, again, America were vulnerable in this tournament and, and today they, they'd sort of been playing with fire a little bit and yeah. today it caught up with them. Yeah, because we kept talking about like they're trying to win these games with defense and it had been working for the most part um, and then they would scrape together just enough offense and today they didn't have it. I mean, the, you had your, your all-stars on this roster Kemba Walker, a brutal, brutal performance, uh, you know, and, and down the stretch, you know, getting blocked, missing free throws. And then Chris Middleton, the other all-star, he did next to nothing in this game as well. They both struggled to shoot the ball, and then, and then there was enough. And it hurt with, you know, no Tatum playing. Definitely hurt America, um, him missing this one with the tweaked ankle still. But you're right. Credit to France. I know Pop wants to like, hey, okay, yeah, we lost. We know this is rare for us, but you got to give credit to, to what these guys did. Gobert, 21-16, three blocks, game high, plus 26, like you were saying, Trey. Oh. Huge. Fournier, awesome, 22. And then Neil Aquina, you're right. He hit those two, like, clutch shots. He hit the three to tie it up mm-hmm. when they were still trailing. Uh, confidently stepped into it. You know, he was sort of almost like an NBA sort of three because he was a little bit quite behind the feeble line. And then that one, the, the, the shot clock expiring over Kemba was a <laughs> bit of a prayer, but it dropped. And he had a great game. And he's going to always give you great defense, but they were getting enough from him on the uh, offensive end as well. Frankie Nails. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be smoking. So Frankie Nails is what I think he should oh, be called now after yeah. that. Those are uh, a couple of massive shots. But uh, when you see USA on the chest, you know you're going to be getting the the best effort from the other team. That's how happened against Turkey. Osman had a great game. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz, everybody played uh, the best they possibly could. That was similar today with the way France was. Because, you know, Nando Dicolo serving up that chicken in the first half. He was incredible, too. Yeah. The, the right guys showed up when they needed to. They played to their strengths. The United States wasn't really ever able to find out what their strength was. It was defense. They were the best defense yeah. in the group stage. They didn't quite play fast enough, I don't think. But I think it's a little harder to play fast. Uh, in FIBA rules as compared to NBA rules. So maybe that took a little bit of an adjustment. But if you don't bring your best team, but you're still getting the best effort from your opponent, you could be in trouble. Mm -hmm. That was clearly the case for the United States. Played with fire too many times. They got burned. I think, you know, one thing again about France, they are a legit, you know, basketball team oh, yeah. in international play. And I know they they weren't getting a lot of the headlines here with how Serbia looked and, you know, Spain being Spain and, and Australia killing mm-hmm. it right now. And, and they've gone through to the quarterfinals. And Argentina, like with Scola, you know, uh, still holding on to that that era of uh, unbelievable Argentina play. But they're good, France. 0-9, yes, against Team USA. But remember, they played them very, very close in the 2016 mm-hmm. Olympics. And some of those guys were back. Gobert, DiColo, Batum, uh, mm-hmm. obviously another NBA guy. So there's, you know, some carryover. And that was like a three-point game um, back in 2016. You know, Team USA, yeah, they pulled it out. But that's a that's a tight, tight win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good squad and well-coached. And you're right, bringing the starters back in when they did. Um, the, the French coach, that was a smart move because mm-hmm. the other guys were getting hammered. And that's when Team USA sort of built the run or built the lead. Well done. Brooke Lopez uh, basically didn't do anything in this tournament. And, but he had such a great season in the NBA, but he's just not equipped 
for the for the FIBA game, really. And he I shot think, two of fourteen, I think, from three yeah, in the tournament. Yeah, and uh, but, I don't know. It might have been good to have another guy who was seven feet tall out there with Rudy Gobert running wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why Pop. Just, I, I guess he just had no confidence to because Miles, exactly. Miles Turner played ten minutes and Plumlee played one minute. So okay, Miles Pop, Turner got his ass handed to him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love Miles Turner, yeah. but he got his ass handed. Miles, to him. Remember, Miles Turner was in contention for Defensive Player of the Year, but he had he could not handle Rudy at all today. No. He he was not a, a good uh, body defender there, a post defender. He he was just way out of his uh, depth. Yeah. And Rudy, I mean, Rudy was up for it. And and when they tried to adjust in front of him, he sort of made adjustments to get back so that he could get the ball and he could still be effective. And um, they just out, they they really did outsmart the US after the US made that strong run. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was it, it was pretty cool to see France play so well. I mean, a lot of other teams would have crumbled when the US made that you know sort of put their foot on the gas and tried to pull away. Yeah, the bigs for the states. <laughs> what bigs? Yeah. yeah. So Miles Turner, you talked about him. Brooke Lopez, he went in there, he shot some threes, he missed them, and that was it for him. And then Plumlee, I don't know why he's on the roster. I, Mason well, Plumlee, they, I it mean, doesn't make any sense. Everyone else pulled out, didn't play. they? Well, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess he was true. just like yeah. left standing there. Like, uh, I bet that, like, oh, yeah. I got another jersey here. Yeah, uh, they just they just lacked depth and they needed, I mean, you needed a little bit of, uh, well, you needed some big athletic guys. You needed some big guys. Yeah. Even, even if not, maybe even like of the five mold, like credit to Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, I get it. They were trying to front go bear yeah. and all that. They were working their ass off like, when they went small. But... Man, they could have used like a PJ Tucker or, of course, like a Draymond Green in a perfect world or, hell, I'm going to say it, Carmelo Anthony they could have even used. Yeah. Carmelo would have helped. Body enough to go bear. <laughs> they would have helped. He would have spaced. And he knows the FIBA game. Yeah. He knows playing in international tournaments. And as you can see from these teams that have been around forever, like Argentina is hanging on to Scola, who's been there for what, probably 10 different international competitions, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. He knows what it what it means to play in this and yeah. how you move the ball and the patience you have to have and the, the poise to play down the stretch. The U.S. doesn't have that unless they're drawing from uh, team stalwarts Harrison Barnes and Mason Plumley. That's mm. like that's like their veteran leadership on this team, and those guys aren't uh, bringing home the bacon, so to speak. It, it was a it was a disaster. Harrison Barnes, I forgot he was even playing half the time. He played 32 minutes. Yeah. I had to like fact check that. I was like, "There's no way." I watched the whole game. I don't remember him well, doing. I, it. I mean, other he, than Donovan Mitchell, he shot three times. Yeah, no one else seemed to have anything going offensively at all. No, no, and that was always good. Again, that was going to yeah. be the worry with this squad. It, it, and everyone kept saying, "Yeah, Kemba, awesome offense player. You know, top ten guy when it comes to points per game in the NBA." But you know, you get the right big aggressive defensive guards like you have in France, in Nilakina mm-hmm. and Fournier. Even like you get those guys. He's going to be at a disadvantage because even if he gets by those guys on the perimeter, oh yeah, we have Rudy Gobert mm. uh, protecting the net, and and he he struggled with that. And then even when he, I mean, the free throws, they also did themselves in there. They missed seven free throws yep. in the fourth quarter. It would have yeah. been a lot closer game. I'm not saying they would have pulled it out if they no, called but, them, but, it but you make them. You got to put pressure on the other team. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they couldn't. And then Decolo, he hit, he hit a lot late. I don't know exactly how many, but obviously, you know, when you're in that strategy, if you're knocking them down, it, it costs you big time. Does this World Cup change? You think um, we had a couple of people tweeting this into us, Carlos included. You know, change the top USA players' perception of this tournament of the world of the World Cup at all, or is this just like just the cycle that we're always going to go through with sort of a Team USA? Like they struggle, they lose, and then okay, we'll get the big boys back. Everybody comes back. They but like they the, don't really the get the Olympics. big boys back for the World Cup ever, do they? Ever, well, no. They get some more players. You know, like they, they might get uh, an Anthony Davis caliber player, a guy who could win the MVP in the league, hasn't yet, though. But it's still a young guy. Like that's what Kevin Durant was circa 2010, right? Um, yeah. But 
uh, I don't know. This is the first game that has been on linear TV. If you didn't have ESPN Plus, the first time you're seeing Team USA, they lost to France. Yeah. Uh, so is that going to help make mm. the tournament more popular in the United States? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, the only time the World Cup is popular here is when the U.S. loses. You have to win or you're a disaster. Yeah. yeah. So it's a disaster. I mean, the, you know, LeBron has sort of said he wants to play in Tokyo. So you expect they'll have a very strong team there. But it'll be in, in four years time. Who turns up then? for the next World Cup for America because let's say LeBron and, and Steph and Kevin Durant go next year and they don't win gold. I mean, that would be huge. That would be a real disaster yeah. then if they don't win the Olympic gold because that happened in 2004. But that was... Still, there was a couple of players on that team, I think. I can't remember oh, exactly. Four. The Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, Duncan and... Yeah, yeah, but didn't a couple Iverson, of... Right? A couple, yeah, Iverson played, Duncan played, Stefan Marbury played on that team. But I thought there were a couple of guys like Vince and Tracy McGrady and those guys sort of said, we yeah, are no, playing. Yeah, for you sure. Know. They didn't have a... Okay, <laughs> yeah, now, not, now no. they're getting greedy at that point. Yeah. They lost with NBA players, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, no, for sure. They for lost, sure. To, they um, lost to... Uh, Greece. Was that Greece? In the semifinals? No, that was 2006. Uh, yeah, I get those Argentina. Up, so. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Argentina... Yeah, who won 2002 <laughs> now? Argentina... Italy won the 2002 World Championship here, I think. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, the point is, you know, if LeBron comes back and then all of a sudden next year they just walk to the gold medal, then it's like, see, if we put our first team out, we can win easily. But if we have our second or third team, then yeah, we can we can maybe lose. Uh, so at the World Cup, and you know, Jerry Colangelo, he's been trying to get it so that you get to the young guys so that they do have a bit of continuity when they play in these tournaments. Mm-hmm. But the, that, the problem with that is if these guys play every tournament, they get to a point where they've won the gold and they've won the world champion. They're like, I don't, you know, I want to take my summer back to myself this year. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. A, it's a weird, like, you almost at this point have to start wondering, is Team USA better off with not the best of the best players in the world, but still obviously quality professional basketball players, but that just play together all the time? Mm and build that cohesiveness. I don't know. I mean, they're not going to be nearly as talented, but does that, yeah, that, I mean, that bond or that time you put together as a team um, eclipse that? Clearly it matters. Uh, the games are different, and playing together builds continuity. Uh, Jonathan Gavoni was tweeting that maybe the idea is bringing some American guys who are stars in the EuroLeague yeah. to play You know, just a handful of the guys who are used to playing the FIBA game onto Team USA and to kind of just give that... Uh, that cohesion from game to game, just uh, somebody who knows what knows the differences and maybe that helps. Um, But uh, people, David Stern even has mentioned the fact that FIBA moved the world cup tournament to the summer before the Olympics is going to be a problem. Mm. If Steph Curry plays into the finals, he's done in the middle of June. And then he's supposed to come in September to play in a World Cup tournament right into another season, play into June again, and then go right into the Olympics the next summer. That's a lot. That's a huge ask, especially for a guy like Steph Curry or LeBron who have been playing deep into the season years and years and years. Um, I don't know if there's a way to actually say, hey, super duper stars don't show up for the Olympics because we have these smaller stars that have been playing in the World Cup. Those guys are going to want to show up in the Olympics. That's the big deal. Here's how you make the World Cup more important than the Olympics. And I think the writing is on the wall. I know team uh, uh, Ghostface Zilla wrote about it. The Olympics might get rid of five-on-five basketball. I think it's in play that there's a possibility that they just get rid of that sport. They're already adding three-on-three. And then maybe then the World Cup is, well, okay, that's it. That's like the best five-on-five, you know, international tournament left standing at that point. For sure. It's possible, right? Yeah, Mm. and that wouldn't be totally different than soccer, right? Because they do have... 11 on 11 soccer in the Olympics, but there are what under, age it's, rules, it's right? It's supposed to be under 23s, and you're allowed, I think you're allowed two guys over 23, right, right. but I think you're technically allowed more if you want. 
but they like it to be an under-23 tournament. But no doubt the World Cup, more oh, prestige, yeah, more Of course, I mean, that's the one that people will, you know, they, they work to, they want to play in the World Cup. They want to win the yeah. World Cup for their country, but basketball's certainly not there yet. And that's the thing, I, I, you know, Olympic basketball is still valuable and it still means a lot to everybody else. No doubt. I, I don't see how you're going to go back on that. Like, yeah. the U.S. has decades and decades of stories and hallowed memories in Olympic basketball. Yeah. Tell me a story from the 1977 World Cup. Right. No one knows one. Right. People know the 1972 Olympics. Right. You know, like people know the yeah. 1988 yeah. Seoul Olympics. Yeah, the three-on-three is interesting as well because it might be a sport they bring in, but if it tanks, then maybe they do get rid of it after one or two Olympics anyway. Maybe they'll try two-on-two. <laughs> or the one-on-one, the king of the court. <laughs> there you go. Now I'm, in. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see it go is what no, you're saying. No, I, I still like it. I, I still think it means... I mean, the dream team, you know, as, as Trey's mentioning, like that was a key moment in Olympic and basketball history. Yep. And, uh, you know, people still want to play the best American team. They want to beat America. Yeah. People don't want to go up and say, well, we won the gold. Yeah, but America, you know, they didn't really play. They sent like these European Americans to go and play. <laughs> you know, people want, they, people want LeBron and they want Kevin Durant because they want to say, we beat that team. Yeah. You know. And, and, and they... Like they can be beat too. Of course they Especially can. Especially in a, in a li- when you get into the March Madness like one yeah. game, like th- like hey pop, you don't have another game. Like that's the other yeah. part. Like maybe you should have switched it up. It, yeah, the small ball got you back into it, got you the lead, and then France had figured it out. You don't have a game two or three or yeah. four or five, six, seven. That's right. It's you got to figure it out now in, within the next couple minutes, man, to then counter what they just countered. Right. And they didn't. Um, I'm not like raking pop here, but I don't think it was a well-coached game from him by any means. He got it. Any yeah. limitations with the roster? Yeah. I get all that. And again, the t- uh, Tatum thing that hurts, but and add to the fact that they started playing practice games like over a month ago. Yeah, and they went to Australia, and then they went to China, and there's the expectation of having to win every single game. So, you know, they've been uh, they've been together for a while, but it's you know it's a huge long road trip they're on as well. So. You know, you're going up against teams every night that are like, "This we got to we got to beat this team. This is our chance," and they just they just came up short. Yeah, I don't know, Lee. Think back to the no season required tour. We didn't know you very well. We went on the road for a month. We came back. All of us were best friends. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They've been well, together a month. Yeah. They should know how to hang out together. Yeah, no, and play well, basketball. No, no, they, they do. But I'm just saying that. The, I thought Greg Popovich was famous for getting more out of less. I, I thought he was the guy who is Mr. Chemistry. He's getting everybody books. He's giving you restaurant recommendations. Yeah. He's no, telling no, I gave you which it to kind him. of wine you would like. <laughs> the guy's supposed to be a genius at literally getting more out of less. And every time he coaches Team USA, they lose. Mm. Did you see? Uh, I think it was Tatum and no, it was Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell went out for that lobster the other night. And the lobster, they went to some restaurant. And the lobster's like was still alive, and they freaked out. It's awesome, man. Go and check it out. They were bonding. Maybe that was it. Maybe there's too, maybe there's too much lobster. Is yeah. that you think that? Yeah, is? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other, the other thing, Trey, you had said like if this was uh, some people's first Team USA game here at the World Championships because they were catching it on ESPN two instead of the ESPN Plus platform, like we've been watching all of them, or like some of people have. You had Tibbs on the call. Oh boy, what the hell? Were, well, who made that decision? Who at ESPN made that decision to put Tibbs on the call at seven in the morning? I think he was in Connecticut, or you know, they're doing it maybe from Bristol. I don't know where he was exactly, but he sounded asleep. Yeah, and you did. have the international guys calling the and game. They're awesome, and they're awesome because they actually know the other teams. And and they they've been following the tournament. They're there. That sure helps. You get the atmosphere of the crowd. Like it was 
It was like a morgue because of the like they're calling the game from a studio here in the states. Oh, it, it was, was brutal. Decision. It was very weird. Uh, I guess uh, Fibs has the Team USA pedigree. You know, he was there for some gold medals back yeah. in the day, so I guess he gets the call. But uh, I don't know. If you got to go with an American who has Team USA experience, give me Doug Collins. At least he's mm. got like an excitable voice. Tibbs was hitting that low register all morning. Great Great defense strategy right there. Great defense strategy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. getting back on defense. Nice play there. It's a nice play. Yeah, this is a really nice box over there. Really good box there. Like, like, Nora was like, who is, what is going on? <laughs> she heard me watching. Like She's like, what is going old. on? Yeah. He sounded so old. I was like, okay, I can see why this guy hasn't maybe gotten the top call uh, for a while after just hearing him not be excited at all. I tweeted game. that it sounded know. like he was calling the game wearing an old timey, like, nightcap, <laughs> like a pajama nightcap, <laughs> like holding a candle. That's a great image. Uh, right? Uh, yeah. That's it what it sounded like. It. like. Yeah. Maybe he was. I mean, it was early. But come on. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's just brutal. Not a great tone setter. No, no, you're right. Yeah, maybe we should have saw that saw the, the loss coming right away when, when Tim was <laughs> on the call there. The energy was was low. But again, I don't want to take like it'll be interesting to see who plays for sure in twenty twenty for Team mm. USA. Um and, and does that start with like a LeBron? Like if if LeBron says, Hey, I'm going, does the rest of the guys all line up? To say, okay, well, we're going to. You would think so. You think so? Yeah. It because takes... it's, it'll be LeBron's last international as well, I right. would say. He's going to be 35, nearly 36. I doubt he's going to a World Cup after that. He wants to sort of finish on a gold medal Olympic. He'd be chasing uh, uh, Carmelo's record, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Carmelo's the only one with three goals. Yeah, what did LeBron... Yeah, yeah, not, yeah LeBron got the bronze in 04, didn't he? That's and, right. And eight and 12, and then that was it, yeah. It's good, though. It's good. I mean, because if the U.S. had gone on and won this tournament, it probably wouldn't have reflected well on world basketball. The fact that this team, people are saying this is the worst team right. they've sent, and right. they still win. Yeah. So it's good that they get knocked out that's, in that respect. That's fair. That it's like, I uh, think it's a little disappointing maybe where it happened. Yes. I think it would have been a lot, yes, a lot you cooler, want, let's yes. say, in a gold medal game, even a semifinals. Yes. Um, definitely I don't know why I mean, you know no no that's because definitely more of like a, what a disaster for the United States when it happens before the championship game yeah. is, rather than what a triumph for right. France if they were to do this to win the gold medal you finally beat the US to win the gold medal that's an even bigger story yeah, because, because France, the, the oh, now it's more like Team USA what are you doing you guys are a disaster how is it ever going to get better are we going to get LeBron back we need him back yeah because the 04 Olympics if we have this right I know it's tough to keep track that, that was in group play they were losing they got hammered by Puerto Rico they got hammered. Was oh, that? Yeah. yeah, but Carlos Arroyo. Was yeah, but killed. Yeah. I didn't. Was yeah. that? A, I thought that was a pre-tournament game. No, that's no? that is in the Olympics. Right. Then they lost to Lithuania. There right. were three and two. I remember going right, out right, of group right, play. Right. And then they lost. Um, who you said it? I think before that was the Argentina one. Is that right? Yeah, Correct? Argentina won the gold. Yeah, I can't remember who knocked yeah. them off though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You sure Argentina won that gold? Pretty sure because Manu's got a gold anyway, medal. But the, this has this the has happened before. Yeah. And they had NBA players. That was an NBA roster. But that was Larry Brown. Yeah, yeah, and Pop right. was an assistant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the thing with France; they could still end up medalists themselves. Which is if if because if they lose their next game, and they lose their right. game after that, and, they, and yeah. Gobert was talking about that yeah. in the press conference. Yeah. Like, so that's I mean, this thing. is great. We beat America. Right. That's awesome. That's a huge win. So but if they don't win the <laughs> like, gold we still now, got two more wins. It, that's exactly right. If they don't win the gold after beating America, then that's going to be a bit of a uh, a disappointment for them. Well, we have now in the semifinals: it's Argentina versus France, and then it's. Um, uh, Spain versus Australia, who got the win today. Uh, Czechs put up a nice fight uh, for a little bit, and then Australia pulled away. Who's the favorite now? I mean, that's tough out of those four. I, I, I've got Argentina as the favorite. They've just really, been, yeah, they've just been looking so good, uh, and they handled Serbia. Although Serbia, 
this time last week, I had Serbia to win it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to get Serbia Team USA, yeah. but they're going to be playing like for fifth spot or whatever yeah, the heck it is because yeah. they play tomorrow. Uh, but, the, I mean, they handled Serbia so easily. Um, so you go... I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going for Australia, but yeah. I, I, I just wonder if we've, we're due for a bad game. Yeah. Paddy Mills is due to miss a shot at some point, you know, a clutch shot. I don't know. Probably won't happen, but he's, 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 <laughs> probably not. He's Michael Jordan when he puts on the, the green and gold. I, I tweeted out one of his plays at the end, this step I back crossover. Oh, man. Patty's just feeling it we right see, now. see him start the game? Yeah. Like 11 yeah. points he had right uh, six threes again today. Uh, I mean, he's just looking he's, incredible. He's killing. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't say Jordy. It literally looks like Steph Curry. Yeah. He's like turned into Steph Curry when he puts on the green and gold. Okay. Yeah. So you, you're obviously cheering for Australia. Yeah. And they could win. I think any four of these teams could win. Yep. For sure. You can talk yourself into any, yep. any of them. Like, Scola has been on a roll. Like, can he keep it up? I, I wouldn't be surprised now that I've seen him uh, with his lightly graying hair. Got another new haircut. He's <laughs> yeah. killing. Um, He's been great. They could win. France obviously looked incredible against the United States. Do they have a letdown after winning the biggest game of their lives? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Australia, like we've said, has been on a roll. They beat the United States. They could keep rolling through the gold medal. But I think Spain's going to win. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I don't know. These guys have been in every final. It seems like it's yeah. the same guys that have been playing forever and ever and ever. We were down one Gasol and we've added two Hernan Gomez's. That's about the only thing that has <laughs> yeah. changed since 2008. Uh, that's a that's a savvy team right there. But yeah. there's a lot of savvy around. We already have eight of the 12 teams, by the way, headed to Tokyo for the 2020 Olympics. Are finalized. The states are one of them. I guess I guess that should be slipped in here. They are going to the Olympics. They've they've qualified for that. Them and Argentina are the two teams from the Americas that are already in. Spain and France from the Europe uh, zone. They're already in. Australia, of course. Nigeria, Iran, Japan as the hosts. And so there will be four spots. That's it. Left through all these Olympic qualifying tournaments. Um, with what is going to be some you know heavy hitters still yeah in Serbia you know Canada oh, yeah. if they get NBA play, uh, players Slovenia Slovenia yeah. I mean you can go on and on and on a million more so it's going to be uh, not easy to get in there for for anyone really to uh, Turkey of course in the in the mix and stuff like that and and that'll be interesting to see if the fewer teams does make for a better tournament as we talked yeah. about last week that there's there was too many teams in this tournament. Maybe there's going to be too few in the Olympics, but uh, I think you're going to have a higher quality, which should make for an awesome tournament. Yeah, I go. You want to? Oh boy, (laughs) you want to go to Japan? Japan, Tokyo, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd love to go to Tokyo. (laughs) Fine. Okay, we'll be there. Is there an NBA uh, NBA Japan that you can do some work for? Is there uh, uh, a Japanese Benyam out there? I don't know. I don't know. I'll put in a few calls. Maybe we won't go anywhere then. What's that? We may have a job. Oh, that'd be awesome. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, that's sort of important. (laughs) Let's get the job first before you start worrying about whether you're going to be covering the 2020 Olympics. All right. Uh, Okay. Anything else sort of from this game or from this tournament? You're going Spain. You got to go. I'm going 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 Australia. You know what? I'm going Australia. Yeah. this run right yeah. now, the way Patty's playing, the way Ingles is playing, yeah. when Baines, Bainesy can suddenly Steph Curry, he had, yeah, like, he had the five, five yeah. the other night. They're they're on fire yeah. right now. Um, It'd be great to have Aaron Baines on the Team USA <laughs> roster. Oh my like God. Aaron Baines would be no doubt the best big man yeah. they have, at least for this tournament. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying not to get too excited because it's it's there for Australia. It's absolutely in play, but I'm like, oh man, if we walk away with a basketball gold medal, that'd be just unbelievable. After you, basically, you, you know, one? you went and like. You just sort of like being around them inspired them, I think. Well, probably. Yeah. Like, Maybe I'll get a gold medal like, like they do. Will. They get a championship. Guys, ring. I've been there on the ground with them. They're beatable. They're beatable. <laughs> you can do it. They're like, all right, mate. Good on you. 
<laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's uh, sort of start wrapping this up with a little fun little top five here. Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five, top five. Top five All right, what do you got? Top five. Top five. I, I assume it's got a FIBA, FIBA slash USA angle to it. These are the top five people to blame for today's Team USA loss. And number five, we already touched on it earlier. Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. He only gets one game and he gets blamed for the loss. Yeah, yeah that's tough, man. Uh, you know, this is a big competition. you got to bring a big voice. The man was falling asleep at the broadcast table. Oh. How is anybody supposed to get hyped up? I know that they, Team USA probably wasn't watching the broadcast, so they didn't know that Tom wasn't excited. Nonetheless... Bad juju. Do you Bad think, start. Do you think, though, because he's got such a powerful voice that they said to him, listen, we want you to commentate, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but not coach. <laughs> right? You're not a coach. Don't yell. Yeah. Ice, yeah exactly. Ice. And so he was like, he was like, what well, I can't, you know, I, you know <laughs> I can't call out any place. No, just call the game. And he went, oh, okay. Oh, I can't do that. Well, for a man obsessed with practice and pushing yourself to the limits, his limit was quite low today. <laughs> at number four, controversial. Donald Trump. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All I know is that the last four USA losses have come with Republican presidents in the White House. Whoa. Ooh. Wow. 02, 04, 06, George W, 2019, Australia. Yeah. And now France. <laughs> Donald Trump. Wow. In fact, of all the United States losses in history, only 1950 and 1998 was a Democratic president in mm. the White House. Wow. Amazing. I'm just saying. I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll take sides. Obama was a baller. I mean, he was... USA nice. wasn't losing with Obama. <laughs> exactly. There's no exactly. doubt about it. Exactly. Fair. At number three, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, let's... A mini ranking of people to blame. Jason Tatum, you were hurt. Not much you could do about it, but you weren't doing anything about it because you were hurt. That's tough. Number three on the blame list, Jalen Brown. He missed the layup late in the game. It was a tough shot. I wouldn't have taken it, but he was instrumental in getting back in the yeah. game in the third quarter. Same with Marcus Smart, but he gets a little bit more blame because he missed four straight free throws in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Ugh. Nonetheless, Brown and Smart were two of the better players on the court yeah. for Team USA. Worst player on the court for Team USA today, Kemba Walker. Hit a rough one. Terrible. Yeah. Two of nine, no three-pointers, four turnovers, zero assists, ball hog in the fourth quarter. Missed two of three free throws and had a backcourt violation in the yeah. final five minutes. You what hate to in see the it. world? You yeah. hate to see it. And this was the guy that we're like, if there's somebody you want taking the shot, it's Kemba Walker. I guess he thought so too. Might have been good to give it to Donovan Mitchell, who was destroying 29 points through three quarters, zero in the in fourth the quarter because Kemba just wanted to keep dribbling. Saw this on Reddit. U.S. was down 10 when Kemba Walker got subbed out early in the third. Up seven when he came back. Lost by 10. That's tough. Kemba. Does it uh, change your opinions on the Celtics? Uh... Celtics are trash. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Number two. Biggest person to blame of everyone there, Greg Popovich. Ooh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on. Get those hot takes. Up. Get your Popovich Kerr merch. Popovich Kerr 2020. Throw it in the trash and burn it. <laughs> I think I was drinking from a from a Pop Kerr 2020 mug. I hope you threw it off your balcony. <laughs> I, know, I know you could uh, chuck it out there, get it to the parking lot, yeah. shatter some glass. <laughs> No offense, Jay. It'll be a little bit of a cleanup. But <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> nonetheless, no bigs against Rudy Gobert for an entire half. Harrison Barnes was your big guy yeah. for an entire half. I understand you made a comeback yeah. playing small ball. 
but then they put back in Rudy Gobert, you got to change something. Something else has to change, and it shouldn't be putting back in Kemba Walker and having him take every shot. Why did Joe Harris play so much? Mm. Uh, Chris Middleton, I know he was broke, but Chris Middleton at least got some rebounds. He got five rebounds in 18 minutes. Joe Harris, in theory, is the good FIBA player. Guy who can just knock down those threes. A little bit shorter. Okay. Pop, getting some blame. A lot of blame, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, he didn't adjust. That wasn't a Spursy looking team. Every other team that the United States played had better ball movement than the United States. Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, don't you guys like passing? <laughs> I thought so. But uh, number one, to blame for this loss. Clearly, it's the guys who didn't play. And I'll give you two in particular. Oh, okay. Blake Griffin, number one. Oh, wow. What's he doing? He's, he's, on, uh, he's on, he's on the roast of Caitlyn Jenner yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He got off a great joke, very funny, got a lot of tweets, got a lot of likes. He could have been the star of this team. Yeah. He had a pretty decent season for the Pistons. He really changed the perception of him around the league. He did end with an injury. I will just say that. Fair enough. Has he ever he, played? He was going to be on the 2012 team, but he got yeah. hurt like yeah. last yeah. second. Yeah. I think that happened as yeah. well, 2014. Yeah. Um, okay. I would have liked to see him out there. Yep. Uh, but the number one guy who didn't play, who I'm putting this on, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yo. Good. Ooh. Deserves it. What Ooh. has he done to be sending this out? He got put Nothing. on the 2012 Olympic team. Yeah. No. Out of out of college, which yep. was cool. Everybody said this guy's going to be the next big star. He's 26 years old. He should be the star of Team USA right now. Absolutely. He played his shortest NBA season this year. He should yep. be ready. Yep. This should be his team. You want an explosive, athletic, big guy who yeah. rebounds, who passes, who can score, who can play above the rim? Anthony Davis. This team would have gone undefeated. Mm-hmm. If he would have helped to have him against uh, like Stretching Rudy the floor, for sure. Just putting, getting those arms up there. Yeah, Anthony Davis, he has got a huge season ahead of him. He has to be a dominant superstar this year. He says he's going to win Defensive Player yeah. of the Year. Well, go and do it, man. No, seriously. No, that's <laughs> do it, man. Exactly. Like, like, he quit on his team last year. Like, there's no doubt he just said, I, I don't want to play here anymore. I want yeah. to go to the Lakers. All right, uh, I've got to focus on the season, upcoming season. Well, you had gotten much better experience playing right now for a team that needed him to be the player he's going to have to be for the Lakers this year to get some practice and go out there, deal with expectations, go out there and win the gold medal for his country. Instead, he's like, no, I just need to work out. Bad. Bad. Well, he might have <laughs> some uh, Space Jam 2 scenes he's got to... He better not be in. Is he in Space Jam too? I think there's rumors that he is. Yeah, Yeah. that's a thing, man. That's that's a that's a joke. That's a joke. (laughs) Seriously, it is a comedy. No, but the the point is, like LeBron's got championships and MVPs, and he's 34. Fine, he can take the summer off to do whatever he wants to do in his next life. Yeah, Davis, if he's shooting Space Jam rather than playing for the (laughs) US, I don't know for a fact that he's shooting Space Jam too. But let's pretend he is to get you fired up. That 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 makes him that look doesn't bad, sit well man. You haven't. You, no, he hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't achieved anything worthy of that sort of standoff to say, nah, nah, I don't want right. to play for my country. So the guys that should have been there, specifically AD mm. and Blake, according to Trey. Blake, I'll give a little more, a yeah. little more respect to. Yeah, he he did, was coming off an injury, but Anthony Davis. I mean, yeah, he could say he's coming off an injury too. Doesn't want to mess with his money, but come on, man. If you put Team USA on your back, all would have been forgiven exactly. for the Pelicans. Wow, there exactly. it is. Nice top five. Really passionate. Mm. Uh, I wanted to end this with a little trivia. Oh. Just because I, while I was getting ready for this, you know, looking at some some former Team USA teams, even though I can't remember them. That's yeah, what I'm talking know, about. I, I mean, you start, you, you get me going too. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty confident when I say it. And then you're like, oh, are you sure that? And then I'm like, ah. I was at the Olympics in 04. Right. So I went so to the Tass. USA versus Australia game. So was Tass. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. Um, That's the confusing thing is that 02, 04, 06, like mm. when they had all those losses, it's 
tough to keep straight. Yeah. I don't know how you guys deal with it all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, when I was looking at these old teams, I came across something I thought would make some for some fun trivia. I, I slipped it in there. I said, Mello, the only guy to win three Olympic golds. And then there's a bunch of people with two. But there's only three Americans to have two World Cup golds, mm. which I thought was a little interesting. They're all current players. Can you guys name the three Americans to have two World Cup golds? Kyrie? No. So we're talking probably like 2010, 2014. That's exactly right. right. Those right. are the exact years you're looking at. Right. How about James Harden? No. Nah, he probably wasn't on this. Steph? Steph Curry yeah. is one of them. Ding, ding, ding. Kevin Durant. No. Um, no one on the no one on the level of Steph Curry. I'm right. Give you that. So not these guys are not well. All stars, maybe. Uh, one guy had a. <laughs> this one's gonna. Man, we're just piling on Trey here today. This guy was an MVP. Uh, Derek oh, Rose. Derek Rose. Oh, yeah. There for 2014. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Derek Rose. And then the final one was. Uh, he could, they could have used him. They, America could have used this guy. Um, Kevin Love? No. Um, but like a three sort of slash four. He's probably plays four in FIBA for sure. Athletic. Um, you know, he's been in all. Has he been in all star? Yes. Come on. He's been in Did he just not play? He just like he pulled out. No, I mean, he, I guess he's a little older. Right, no right, right. Ta- no Rudy, ta- Gay? Rudy Gay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay made an All Star team. No, no, no. that's a weird he's, one. He's kind of that. yeah. He's been close, but yeah. I just couldn't remember if he had like a yeah. sneaky Richard Jefferson All Star sort of like mm. nod. Is Zach there. Randolph and Marcus Gasol made them for those Grizzlies teams, and he hasn't really been close no, after that. No, I guess you're I right. Think. So there you go: Rudy Gay, Derrick yeah. Rose, Steph Curry, the only Americans with two World Cup golds. Your boy, run him back for the Olympics. Your boy, Brad Miller, the only guy with two bronze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this fuck honestly, sucks, like dude. Brad Miller is a bronze medal winning player yeah. for Team USA. If you're sending Brad Miller. You're happy with the bronze, I suppose. Two-time All right. All-Star. So there it is. Uh, guys, enjoy the World Cup semifinals. We don't know when we're going to be back. We'll see how those semifinals uh, shake out. And then the finals on Sunday. Just to remind you, on Friday, the semifinals, Argentina, France, and Spain, Australia. They should be good. We have no idea who's going to win this thing. But maybe we'll be back. And we'll even wait for Tassi to get back, get some, uh, some stories from his traveling uh, over in Israel. And we can talk about the games or whatever. We'll figure that out. Guys, continue to follow us on Twitter. And Instagram, check out the accounts, the free agents 19 the free agents 19 You can email us at thefreeagents2019 at gmail.com. Subscribe to the free agents wherever you download this bad boy. And if you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Helps us out. Helps other listeners find the show. Thank you so much to everyone that has already done that. Five stars only, baby. I think that's all there are. I think it's just five stars. That's right. It's <laughs> not even a four star, like an accidental four star. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> but thank you so much, everyone. We'll hear. No, I was going to say we'll hear from you soon. No, we'll talk to you <laughs> soon. Take care. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. <laughs>